go. What is up, everybody? It is your boy, Dwayne the Comedian. Uh, thank you guys for tuning in to the very first episode of Real Talk with Dwayne podcast, man. I'm really, really excited to do this, man. I'm, I'm really amped. Uh, I've been really dying to do it, so I thank all of the support that has been given on getting me to start this podcast and getting it rolling. So let's just go ahead and jump on into it. Um, for those of y'all that don't know me, my name is Dwayne. Uh, I've been doing comedy for a long time. I uh, took a break from it for a while. Uh, just due to the fact that I had like two new additions to the family. I got my daughter and my son. My daughter is now three, going on 45. Um, she definitely tells me what to do a lot. I'm kind of like a butler. I just don't get paid. So <laughs> it, I, I, don't, I don't get nothing at all. I don't get no pay vacation. I don't even get a vacation. I don't get time off. I don't get nothing. 24-7 all day is what I do, and I love it. I love it to death. Um, my son, he is now one, and he's growing up too fast. That man walks fast and don't slow down, man. He full sprint, gone. This man wants to feed himself and the whole nine. And, like, I'm not ready for that. I know people with parents who, you know, they can't wait for their kids to get old and get out of the house for me like it, it'd be a struggle sometimes like I see my daughter and like she was just so little and then like you know at the snap of the finger like you know I open my eyes and like she's three and she's talking about ready to go to school and all that and like life as a parent is crazy but I got two teenagers so like I get that part like I, I can't wait for them to uh, go to college and get out <laughs> I won't I want those type of things. Uh, I want to be able to retire from my kids at like 50. Like, I want to still see them, but like, I want my own space, like my own space where I could be allowed to walk around my house in my drawers. Like, that's, <laughs> that's where I want to be at with that. But um, I started back doing comedy, and I'm really amped for that because comedy means a lot to me. It means more than just, you know, getting on stage and like telling jokes and making people laugh. It's connecting with people. Um, it's a huge thing for me when I get out on stage and I connect with somebody because what I'm doing is, is I'm getting them to, you know, step out of their shoes and step in mine and just be in my world for just like a few minutes, just being able to understand me as an individual and, and laughing. And it's great because this world needs a whole lot of understanding. We need a lot of people being able to take the time to listen to somebody on what's going on with them and be like, I get that and make this strong bond of relationship and grow to be great um but yeah this is the the Wayne the Comedian podcast I'm really excited um as a kid man I you know I, comedy is something like I never would have thought I would have been able to do I, I remember when I started watching comedy I was watching um Bernie Mac uh when they did like original kings of comedy and like I saw that and I was like, man, I really want to do something like that, like for real. But I was so shy because I was a weird kid, y'all. I was weird. When I was a kid, my outfits were awful. Okay. I remember one outfit I had, it was like these jean shorts with these high socks that about touched the kneecaps. <laughs> and I had these slip-on and ones. <laughs> and like my shirt was a, a bulldog Versace shirt. <laughs> I look like <laughs> I look like I was gonna give everybody a tour on a safari. Like them socks were so hot, so hot. But I blame my dad for that because my dad had those type of 
outfit choices. I remember one time my dad was cutting the grass, right? And uh, he had this one shirt on and it was kind of like this like football jersey style. You know, I guess people used to wear them back in the 80s when they used to break dance. Like if anybody's ever watched like break in electric boogaloo, you know, when they was doing all that and had them little shirts that was cut at the stomach. My dad had one of those, right? But I didn't understand it as a kid. I thought it was weird. He was outside one day, like cutting the grass in that shirt. <laughs> and I asked him where the rest of the shirt was at because I was like, did the lawnmower eat it up? <laughs> like, you know, you're not supposed to put your arm in there when the lawnmower is on. <laughs> and ain't half your shirt, man. You ain't gonna say I get you another one. <laughs> oh, but I love my dad to death, man. Um, great dude, great dude. But I was, I was such a weird kid, such a weird kid that like, I didn't know how to talk to people because I really didn't have a whole lot of friends and like. I, I tend to talk a lot, and that ends up being annoying for people. So, um, life didn't really change for me until probably, like, the sixth grade. In the sixth grade, um, I started going to the skating rink, and I went to this place called the Roller Cave. I lived down in Indianapolis, so got that out of the way. Um, when I went to the Roller Cave, there was these dudes called, like, the Beat Breakers. Like, they was, like, smooth. One dude was skating backwards and a, and a wife beater and some shiny gray pants <laughs> and I mean, that was that man's outfit every time I saw him I was like man where he be putting this outfit on like he's like yeah that's the outfit I'm on grown with but um they used to skate fast and like then they started like break dancing on the floor and skates and I was like man that's real cool man I gotta do something like that so like I'm literally practicing like I mean practicing my ass off like I'm trying so hard to get this down like I was dedicated to it to a T and then like I started skating and like everything was really starting to work and then like that's when it really started changing for me like people were all cheering me on like girls was like oh my god look at him doing those moves oh my god do that do that cartwheel again <laughs> and like I was getting so big headed y'all <laughs> so big at it like dude I got conceited in like a week like I was just over here feeling myself too much I was like I'm the man I don't even need to worry about school I could just do this skating <laughs> most dumbest idea ever but what was worse about those ideas is like I, I was accepting like every little female gesture that like my dates were just like terrible I dated this one chick and I swear to y'all, it was probably the worst decision I probably could have ever made. She was probably like maybe 20, 21. I don't know, but she definitely 100% probably dropped out of high school. And uh, the reason why I remember her is because her hair looked like ramen noodles. <laughs> and she smelled like Newport 100s and Maybelline. <laughs> it was bad. It was so, so awful bad awful and like I, I i don't get like if you smoke cigarettes whatever you know do you whatever you want to do but like i will never date somebody ever who who does that and i'm glad that my wife don't smoke like newport 100s or cigarettes in general like we would have i don't think we would have ever met because like, i kissed this chick when uh she was smoking newports and i swear to y'all man my stomach was like an olympic gold gymnast like i was doing flips and everything in my stomach man i was about to vomit i was so so sick it was bad but that was that was a terrible 
decision but like the best thing that i've learned in life being at like 32 is like the decisions we make are always going to be wild and crazy the best part about it is like is that we learn from it so like as i'm doing this podcast as we get more deeper into these episodes like i'm going to share stories with you about things that have gone in my life that were like hilariously funny but stupid all at the same time but I definitely learned my lesson from it and I want to share those things with you guys on top of that with this show I want to invite I mean virtually anybody that has a passion for something whether it's like music comedy art I mean whatever you like doing and you want the world to know and the people to know like just come on this podcast and let's talk about it what got you into it what inspires you And maybe I can inspire you just to tell you to keep going, just keep working hard and, you know, don't ever give up on yourself because life is meant to be lived, not surviving. Brother, everyone win. I want to see everyone win. This isn't no rat race for me. This is no me trying to get to the finish line before the guy next to me. I'm just out here doing something that I love and enjoy that I want to share with you guys and my family. So this was a little short episode of the podcast, but like, I want to thank everybody who's tuned in and like, don't stop. Um, The next episode, I want to get it done in the next few weeks. um, I'm going to invite a new music artist. He goes by the name of Scout. Um, He is very dedicated to what he does and I want him to talk about his album and you know, get excited about that and you know see where he goes from here so thank you all for tuning in i hope you guys enjoy it there will be more to come peace love and god bless all right man what up what up welcome to podcast real talk with the wayne my little man over here is fussing but um i'm sitting here with scout Talking about his album. What's going on, player? What's up, man? What's up, man? It's your boy. How you doing? Good, man. Uh, you know me. Four kids busy. <laughs> God, I got a little man out here. He already starting. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> let's let's get into uh, this music. Uh, what got you into it? Uh, I've been making music since a kid. Uh, yeah. Not really making it, but like you know, what I'm saying rapping somebody else's song. My dad made music. Um, he was a singer and stuff like that, but it just didn't finish. So, uh, uh, my thing was to finish where he started. I felt like it was in me. So I was doing like chorus and stuff like that, uh, since like seventh grade, eighth grade. And then, uh, been rapping since like high school, battling folk, doing all that. Got to college, just battling people. Oh, yeah. Uh, I always wanted to make an album my freshman year, but my hands were tired. I really wanted to play baseball. Then that, that didn't work out, but it wasn't. Cause I wasn't good or nothing like that. It's just cause I didn't want to keep pursuing it like yeah. I wanted to. So uh, after that, it was like, what do I want to do? Cause I don't want to be regular. You get what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. That's one thing I can't be is regular. So uh, just told myself if I get my degree in rap, that made me different from you get what I'm saying the average rapper. So uh, I started out as a journalism major. Okay. Trying to make music like that. Uh, it was just weird though. I ain't have a car. Being a journalism major with no car is like <laughs> you ain't got you have no a way basketball to player with no ball. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. So, uh, man, I did that. I want to say till 2018, I almost flunked out of school. And uh, the 
advisor was like, you don't, uh, I mean, you ain't going to graduate to 2020. And I was like, nah, that's not happening. Yeah. And I already minded in English, so I was like, let me see if I can make my mind and my major, see if I can graduate early. And I ended up doing it. So uh, in the middle of that, I was making music here and there. And then uh, after I graduated that year, I made RPX with uh, CJ. And then okay. the ball got rolling then. Ever since then, it's been it's been on. I finished it. I want to say I finished the album in January. January, little February, probably. Okay, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Yeah. Well, that's good, man. Uh, it seems like you've come a long way uh, deciding on what you want to do. I mean, sure. I know how that is because uh, I wanted to do basketball. I did it, like, my entire life. I had the whole plan, the whole nine. Yeah. I wanted to go to college. I wanted to play for Duke. Not like I was really going to be the smartest one to go to Duke. But anyway, yeah, yeah. I was mad hype on going. But then, like, being young, making, like, foolish choices. Um, I had my first son when I was, like, a junior in high school. So yeah. coming into, like, senior year, like, I was a few grades short of graduating. So I had to take night school on top of, like, being up all the time with a newborn and, like, trying to handle yeah. school and do all that. But, I mean, I was able to graduate, but, like, college was just not in the not Plan. in the books for yeah, me. Quite, quite. So I just was just floating around just doing job for job. Like, I was a chef for a while. Like, that was that was a huge hustle for me. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, it was, it was wild, man. I was working, like, three jobs, sleeping out of my car. Like, I mean, a whole yeah. nine. But comedy really got me into it. So, I mean, it's good to know that people got to – story and why music is important to you and you want to finish what your dad started yeah yeah uh it was the same thing with college but uh once i started doing it i was like okay i want the i wrote it down i'll be writing this down all the time like what do i really want like i don't want the fame it's cool to be recognized though you know right. what i'm saying i want the glory right. i really want like to be the greatest i want to be like from my city i want to be the best rapper ever to come out of tennessee you know what i'm saying i don't think I think it's open for me to do that. It's yeah, not everybody that's for sure. I mean, it, it's I mean, it's open for like anybody to, to do it. You just gotta be dedicated. And like, I don't want that fame stuff either. Like, yeah, I would like to be recognized for what I do on stage and beyond. But like, I, honestly, I wouldn't be a good celebrity. To be honest, I wouldn't show up to shit. I just I <laughs> man, I told my homeboys that like I told I've been saying that since like sophomore year. When we get on, we are gonna be at the house. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I ain't going to be doing too much. But I know I'm going to have to show my face in there. Yeah. Because, you know, you want to be able to still be human. Yeah. I, I think I think that's my huge reason with the whole, like, being a celebrity and stuff. Because it, it's no longer your personal life no more. Facts. You know, anything Facts. that you do, it, it belongs. feels like it belongs to everybody else. Everyone's got an opinion, a comment. And, you know, your, your life is just no longer yours. So I want to keep mine. Like, my kids, and, you know, I take the time. I don't do this video stuff often. Yeah. I don't usually make reels and comedy vids all the time because I don't want to feel like my life has to resort to me being on the Internet 24-7 because yeah. then, like, I'm missing everything outside of here, and I think a lot of people get caught up with trying to be, you know, Internet famous. And yeah. And Internet famous don't pay my bills. Man, <laughs> time, the times is weird now. Yeah. It's like, you can just – I can make a TikTok and end up being a millionaire. Yeah. It's, like, it's just – I don't – I don't get it. I, everything feels the same to me. The the videos feel the same. The dance feel the same. Sometimes the music just really feel the same. I music really is just, weird now, bro. It's yeah, weird right now. So music like, is. I just stick to like my my underground guys or like people like uh, I mean Benny the Butcher, like just a whole bunch of yeah. people who really put the lyrics down. I just I don't really 
mess with the new stuff because, I mean, I don't get it. <laughs> I, yeah. It ain't even like, I, like people might say it's like an old thing. It's just I don't get it. I don't, like for me, when it comes to music, especially when I want to call somebody an artist, it's about having that story yeah. where you can be able to portray your words and people can envision it through that music. Like, oh, I get what this person's talking about. That I can relate to. Like, when people say you can't really relate to people that got money and big cars, I feel like every rap person will say that. Relatable. And a lot of it just be capping, but like, even beyond that, like, it's just, it's not relatable. Like, I would relate to you if you would tell me when you started out doing music that you really wasn't making money because it was hard. That I could relate to, because I'd yeah. be like, all right, you working hard, versus, you working versus where you females, this, that, and third. Yeah, yeah. so, I mean, like, talking real stuff is what I'm more attracted to when it comes to music, but, like, when it's just, like, the foolery stuff that I don't got time for, then, like, I really don't listen. Yeah. So when she told me about your album, I was like, all right, I'll give it a listen. Uh, I listened to it, man. It was it was really good, really good. And I know that you have a lot more to give than just that album. Yeah. But it, like I said, when we was talking over the phone, like just starting the album, that was man making it. What you doing, man? <laughs> just starting the album is more than what many people would say. You know, everyone always want to talk about doing music, but where that album at? And you know, where that mixtape at? And I, I wanted to, I wanted to make sure I delivered. You yeah, know what I'm saying? You, like, you got to. I didn't want to miss, man. I did not want to miss. You nah, know what I'm saying? Man. Like, and, and you always gonna hit when you put your heart and soul into it, and like just how you were talking about why you're doing it. Like your heart's in the right place. Yeah. You you not you not in it to, you know, just be flashy and stuff. Cause I mean you. Ain't, this ain't a disrespect thing. You don't look flashy. No, nah, I'm, I'm just. And cool. that's cool. Cause yeah. like that's what that's what I would hate for someone to just you know be over the top flashy and be like you know they they miss the this and all that like you just you a humble dude yeah i want people to see me and feel like they know me yeah you know what i'm saying like they've been seeing me they've been seeing me somewhere they knew me from their cousin or something yeah for sure because so. i mean that's what you you want to do it, like i said it's, it's just relatable and it just shows that you're a real person yeah and i wish i i hope because i know people ain't gonna i think what i dropped here recently like before it's time you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, like it's getting the recognition from people that I know or people that that know them. You know what I'm saying? To oh, other yeah, people, sure. but uh, I think my next project is gonna make this one better. You know what I'm saying? Because when you go back to this, you're gonna be like, I missed it. Like, why I didn't? Why I wasn't listening to this? At yeah, the well, you you sent me the other songs that you didn't put on the album. I was like, man, you should have put those on there. Man, them the ones I saw. I had I submitted the album five times. Like, wait, no, three times. I submitted it the first time they told me this song. I'm like, I bet. I took that song off. And then it was another song. I'm like, I bet. So I'm like, I. That's when uh, Pacers wasn't gonna make the album. Like, I was gonna say that for a whole other, like a later oh, day. Cause man. I thought that was way harder than what it. It was, man. It was hard, dude. I ain't gonna lie. My mom called me. She was like, uh, I, I told Courtney this. She know, uh, basically, really, when my dad told me it was good, is when I knew it was good. You know, I talked that same day later on. I talked to my mom. And I was like, uh, which one's your favorite? She was like, I like this one. I like this one. I like this one. Hell, she said, I like all of them. <laughs> she said, boy, you did a good job. I was like, good, appreciate man. that. Appreciate that. And I could tell she know I ain't just rapping. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I'm just talking about something crazy. So getting that makes me feel like I, I, I got more comfort with it, more confidence. Like the next five months, Hell I feel yeah. like can't nobody touch me. Because my parents like it. Yeah. You know hey, like like you said, like, you know, you, you want to make sure that you deliver. So that just means, yeah, you got something to say, man? <laughs> But like you said, man, like you want to deliver, and and it, again that that just shows that you put a lot of hard work into it. The fact that you submitted it three times, 
means that you were like, uh, I don't know. And then you went back. Man, I, uh, I want to say I was going to start rapping. Uh, not start rapping, but I was going to, like, chill. Uh, I want to say, like, summer. Last year, I found out that my granddad had caught cancer. Oh, but uh, I took it too serious, too, though. Like, I took it way too serious for what it was. Like, right. like I was just telling him I can't control that. So uh, when I first found out, I was broke. Like, I didn't even want to talk. I couldn't talk the next day. I mean, because like, it's, it's, it's difficult, especially with, you know, how everything went through this, like, you know, COVID period and, you know, everybody falling. Even if it's not COVID, just in general, like, it's just it's, Sounds weird. It's difficult. Yeah. yeah, man, like, when I started comedy, like, I've never just stopped loving comedy. But when I started it, like, I was all about it, like, all about it. I put all my time into it where I think, like, I didn't really hang out with my friends much and all that. And, yeah, I know sometimes when you want to be dedicated and your friends is just doing foolish stuff, then it's not something you can do. But, you know, they weren't doing foolish stuff, but, like, I wasn't keeping in contact either. Yeah. And then, like, you know, months go by, and then, you know, I'm, I'm losing friends, like, for good. And, like, yeah. that stuff was, that was hard on me. Like, it was hard for me to make videos or even want to be back on stage because, like, it was just, like, they, they, one after another one I like it was yeah. like I lost like four people in less than a year and like it'd be killing me but then like I remember what they tell me and who I am as a person and like this is the main reason I why I do like this podcast or just telling jokes to you know people watching or you know when I'm on stage like it's more than just making people laugh it's doing stuff like this just yeah having regular conversations, Connection. you gotta go, you gotta dream, and I'd be like, yeah, man, just go ahead, dude, like, I don't care what you wanna do, you wanna collect rocks, like, yeah, if you wanna be man, a janitor, I, bro, I'm going to, <laughs> I'll post your pictures man, on what? Instagram, and just be like, hey, this man collecting rocks, man, just, like, whatever it is, man, yeah. like, yeah, a story I'm, post I'm or something like that would take, would just take, a, it'll make a friendship, you know what I'm saying, yeah. or make it, make people be like, that's why I rock with you, you know what I'm saying, so. yeah, I want people to believe in them, I know, like I said, with everything going on, people have just kinda like, lost belief in themselves or just lost, you know, belief in the world just in general, and I don't, I don't want that. Yeah. I, I think know. your world can be whatever you want to create. I mean, if yeah. you want to have good things around your life, then, like, surround yourself around positive people. Don't put yourself around negative people and expect a positive outcome. Because, yeah. I mean, it really just messes with your mental. You yeah. Know? It don't, it don't affect them at all, because... That's what they do. Yeah, that's what yeah. they do. That's their that's their that's day to day niche. thing. Yeah, and and it's not your fault when people act like that. That's they mind, they choice. So you know, I just want to help people get away from that. Yeah. So uh, I would say for a couple months, I was I was like, all right, I'm finna chill on making music. And uh, my homeboy Josh had called me. I was at the uh, I was at the Crumpies parking lot. I was getting some food. Man, text me. It was like you trying to do this song. I was like, uh, yeah, like, no brainer. Why not? Let me, maybe this guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I got a studio at home, so I was like, I'm going to record the verse at home and see what happens. So uh, I was going to go to Chattanooga and wrote a little verse. That's the first time I wrote a verse and did it that same time. So I wrote the verse and did it. And then I sent it to him, and I was like, man, this, this felt weird. Like, I feel like that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like right. I was being like controlled or something like that. I was right, screwed right. or something. So I sent it to him. He dropped it the next day. Like people was like, "Hey, bro, that verse was crazy." Like, and, the third, and I'm like, "Bro, I tell him all that. I tell him that all the time, bro. Like, you really saved my life, bro. Cause I wasn't finna be making music. I was finna chill. Yeah, so, and uh, that's that, that's God given, man. That's, for sure. That's for sure. I be telling him that. I, that's exactly what I say too. I got I got friends around me that I really be feeling like God sent them to me. 
so uh did that i came back in december i went to the studio one time and then i uh i went to the studio yeah i went to the studio one time and did bleasy did bleasy and uh patience and i did two more other times and then uh and that patience, man, that was that was good. That was good. <laughs> and, and, like I, I think what makes it really good is because, for me, like that vibe that you have, like you have like those smooth, like chill beats where you can just like ride them out. And I, honestly, dude, you could go on a tangent. Like you yeah. don't really have to like pause and like even have like a course. Like there's one of those things. Just rap. You, yeah, just just rap. Just rap. Yeah. And like it, it would all be the same. So like I think that was the main reason why I liked it. Of course, the beat was dope too. Like, yeah, my homeboy CJ made it, but I I knew that that's on that's on straight. My that's my dad's favorite. That's my mom's favorite. That's he like that stuff too. Yeah, I, I like patience. That's my favorite, yeah. really, at this point, because it feel like it's more to the soul. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it, it felt like it. Yeah. Not saying that the other songs didn't. It was just that one. Like it just for me, it felt like it was important to you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, them. The verse on them two verses, I really told the truth. Like, <laughs> like really, the whole thing, I never really lied except like '96 freestyle. Cause none of that's not that's. I was just feeling myself talking. Right, right, right. You know what I'm right. saying? But uh, other than that, everything else is like dead serious. Like I ain't lie about yeah, nothing. I mean, like, that's that that's that stuff that makes you. Yeah. And you know, you wanna you wanna give that every time when you're doing it. So like, man, yeah, like, dude, just for real, just keep going with it. We all gonna run into like those trials where it's just gonna be rough for us to like wanna pick up and go. We just gotta remember what we do it for yeah. and why we do it. Cause I mean, half of it is for people and the rest of it is for our happiness. Like, yeah, facts. You know, so we're good and being like, I did this and I'm proud of this. Not feeling like you doing some type of sucker stuff and you you angry. We yeah. don't wanna walk through life being angry. I ain't gonna lie, Dito, man. I ain't. I feel that same way, but it's it's coming like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, this like I'm one, I want to, I want to like be the best. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I ain't even gonna lie. I'm just after dropping it first one and seeing what it did. I'm like, all right, wrong one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, be out that, of that's what makes you. That's what makes you an artist. Yeah. Uh, being able to evolve and like constantly grow. For me, I don't ever like put myself necessarily in a bracket. Yeah. Because I want to always be the next greatest me. Like, tomorrow I want to be greater than I was yesterday. Yeah. And then I want to constantly keep building on that over there. And, like, if I get the praise for that, great, cool, fantastic. I'm fine yeah. with that. But, like, I want to make sure for me I know that I'm great. I want to feel that I'm great. And when I do this thing, like, man, I killed this. Like, I don't care what Facts. anybody says. That's why I never dropped it when everybody else wanted me to drop it. Like, I used to be out and about. People used to walk up on me like, hey, what's up? Like, when you dropping this? Like, my, <laughs> my bad, bro. Like, I got you. So, uh, yeah, man, I don't, I ain't gonna lie. I'm in a different space right now. I told Courtney that, like, really, that's why I keep that AT&T job, too, because they keep me, like, grounded. Yeah. And I don't feel like, I don't feel like I'm better than most people because I talk to people every day. That's all I, I deal with people every day. I don't even talk about my rap. I don't even like to. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I just want to. Because, I mean, that's the thing. You, we all everyday people. I mean, yeah. what, whatever we choose to do and what we love, yeah, that, that makes us great, but. I'm no no better than anybody else in here. No better than the dude who's homeless on the streets. We all we all people, and we all can be great at whatever we want to do. So I mean, like, yeah. dude, just keep going, man. I was just gonna say, all you gotta do is keep going. You can deal. You gotta deal with whatever you gotta deal with because you know it's a it's a it's a bigger prize in the end. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, like, really, Easter passing. I just thought about that too. Like how 
Jesus went through all that, you know what I'm saying, came back like, yeah. Yeah. I'm straight. Like I, <laughs> I yeah, I knew it. You know what I'm saying? So, uh I like I like where I'm going right now. I really think next year around this time I probably won't be working at AT and T. You know what hey, I'm saying? I think I'm with you on that man. You you got shows. You do any live shows you done anything? I did one. I want I know I'm gonna do more now that I got some stuff out. So uh You doing I'm, out here or you I did I did one in Memphis. I I don't know if I don't think I'm gonna do anything. I so Chattanooga man is kinda weird. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't really praise you until you you on. You know what I'm saying? Once they see you on then they're like ah so, right, right. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna do a show in chat. I pray I do. That'd be great. But uh, yeah. Memphis, I know I'm gonna do some. I got some stuff. I'm gonna do some myself. I'm gonna boost some stuff up. Okay, but, uh, yeah. yeah. I've been, I've been. The next thing is gonna be the best thing, and then the next thing after that gonna be the best thing. Yeah, so that's man. how I feel right now. Constantly growing. Yeah. So what's, what's up, little man? You want want throw some words down? <laughs> you want you just you tired? Bro, look, like some days I'll be out here, man. I'll be taking my dog out at night. Like, I'll be wanting him to hurry up. Yeah, <laughs> one thing was moving through the woods. I was like, Yeah, bro, you're gonna have to. I look like the dude from Get Out. <laughs> I swear, if somebody come running out of these woods, man. I'm throwing everything. Let's go. <laughs> everything in my hand, you get hit with. All right, so you're gonna take the dog, so you're gonna just take off running. Man, look, my dog gonna have to come on. <laughs> I let the leash go. Like, go get him. If he take off, then like. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it, is it, up. it is what it is. My other dog, though, she, she'll go straight for it. She don't care if she get killed or not. She she all about it. Yeah, so what you think? What's your top three on the album? What a mixtape. Mixtape, I'm going to have to say Patience, uh, Bleezy. What was the other one? I still like 96, though. I, know, I, like, I love that junk. I love that junk. Cause it's, it's hype. Like uh, I'm cool with. Nah, I feel like the, I feel like the man when I when I play that. You know what I'm saying? That's one of the, that's that's my I'm the man song. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That one. And I like hoes. I think hoes, hoes, patience, and bleezy. But hoes is I I want to push hoes. I think that's gonna be the one that's gonna make okay. a name for me. Okay. So yeah, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. You need to get you a jacket too, bro. I got well, the summertime coming, but. Oh yeah, I got some. I, was I, like, got I saw the hoodie. I was like, I don't know if that was yeah, with it or not. Yeah, it's me. It's me. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, getting the getting the stuff on on sales, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Merchandise. Yeah, you gotta make it happen, man. You know it. Yeah, I I thought about it, but now I'm like, man, I don't feel like putting my face on stuff. Yeah, because <laughs> then I want somebody wearing it. And I I like creating. I just I just like. I it. like creating. Like I think if I just like maybe if I did like the logo for the podcast, I'd do that. I, yeah. I'll mess with like that. some simple like. Nike got on just by putting a swoosh on something. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So, uh, I know branding is one of them things. I think people going to catch up on it with my music, but it's going to be one of the things that get me paid. Travis Scott, you can't, like, made a million off his merch. I know I can do the yeah, same. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's true. I'm just paranoid. Like, if I put my face on something and somebody wear it, I feel like they won't wear my skin in real life. Yeah, you'll <laughs> see them out and be like, all right. I got your shirt, baby. This is you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, take it off. <laughs> you going to run up on me with my face, man? They're going to have, like... Like it'd be weird. Somebody like they got they they got shirt on with your face and they friend got their shirt on, best shirt on with your face. Yeah, right. down to the drawers. Oh, like, nah, no, I, I don't want you wearing it. Like me, the, man. <laughs> what's that? The, uh, what's that? The Truman Show. <laughs> what's that? With, uh, am I right? The, uh, the show with uh, movie with Jim Carrey. Uh, uh yeah, yeah. About the Truman yeah. Show. Yeah. Or yeah. Cable Guy, one of those. Yeah. I can't remember what but they had they had <laughs> they were showing the show and all the people that were watching they had like Jim Carrey everything on. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. All right, man. 
hit the cut on this. But um, for real, man, thanks for coming out. Um, yeah, we can do more, man. The yeah, next we'll, time I drop one, just yeah, just next time you drop one, uh, we'll do one, maybe with uh, little man. <laughs> If he in it, he in it. But uh, I appreciate you for coming out. Um, I'm gonna post the video on Instagram so I can make sure that you get tagged. Bit. I'm also gonna throw it on Facebook, uh, YouTube. I'm with that too. Yeah, yeah, man. Right on for coming out, bro. Appreciate that, bro. And right on for everybody checking it out live. If you're still there.
down. I be writing this down all the time. Like, what do I really want from this? Like, I don't want the fame. It's cool to be recognized, though. Right. I, want the right. I really want like to be the greatest. I want to be like from my city. I want to be the best rapper to ever come out of Tennessee. You know what I'm saying? I don't think. I think it's open for me to do that. Yeah. I mean, it is. I mean, it's open for like anybody. stick to like my my underground guys or like people like uh, Benny the Butcher like just a whole bunch of people who really put the lyrics down I just I don't really mess with the new stuff cause I mean I don't get it like it ain't like I like you might say it's like an old thing it's just I don't get it I don't like for me when it comes to music especially when I want to call somebody an artist it's about having that story where you can be able to It's not related. Like I would relate to you if you were telling me.
fuck this And that's cool, because, yeah. like, that's what, that's what I do. Instagram and 
first time I wrote a verse, he beat it. Man, same time. Wrote the verse, he beat it. And then I sent it to him, and I was like, man, bitch, that's just so weird. Like, I feel like that wasn't me. You know what I'm saying? I feel like I was being like controlled or something. Like, that was right, weird right. or something. So I sent it to him, he dropped it the next day. And like, he was like, hey, bro, that verse was crazy. Like, he did that in the third. I'm like, bro, I tell him all that, I tell him that all the time, bro. Like, you really saved my life, bro, because I wasn't going to be making music off of this here. Yeah, that's, that's, that's God giving, man. I be telling them that I, that's exactly what I say. I got I got friends around me that I really be feeling like God did that too. So uh, did that. I came back in December. I went to the studio one time and then uh, I went to the studio again. Yeah, I went to the studio one time and then Bleezy, then Bleezy and uh, Patience. I did two more times. And then uh, yeah, that yeah. Patience, man, that was incredible. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, like I, I think what makes it really good. Same way, but it's it's coming like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, next like I'm, I'm You know what I'm saying? Like I ain't even gonna lie, I'm really after dropping that first one and seeing what it did, I'm like, I'm wrong. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but that, that's what makes you that's what makes you an artist. Yeah. Uh, being able to evolve and like constantly grow. For me, I don't ever like put myself necessarily in a bracket. Yeah. Because I want to always be the next greatest me.
deal you gotta deal with whatever you gotta deal with because you know it's a, it's a it's a bigger prize in the end. Really, Easter passing, I just thought about that too, like how Jesus went through all that, you know what I'm saying, came back like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm straight, like, I, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I knew it, you know what I'm saying, so, uh, I like, I like where I'm going right now, I really think next year around this time, I probably won't be working at AT&T, you know what I'm saying, I'm, I'm with you on that, man, you, you got shows, you doing the live shows yet, don't you? I did one, I want, I know I'm gonna do more now that I got some stuff out, so, uh, even though I hear you, I did, I did one in Memphis, so Chattanooga man is kind of weird. You know what I'm saying? They don't they don't really praise you until you on. You know what I'm saying? Once they see you on, then they're like, ah, right, right. Uh, I don't think I'm gonna do a show in Chet. I pray I do. That'd be great. But uh, Memphis, I know I'm gonna do some. I got some stuff. I'm gonna do some myself. We're gonna do some stuff. But, uh, I've been I've been the next thing is gonna be the best thing, and then the next thing after that gonna be the best thing. So that's why. Yeah, 
checking it out live if you're still there. everybody thank you for tuning in for episode three of the real talk with Dwayne podcast i'm mad excited episode two was live we went on live with uh scout and we talked about his album so make sure y'all check that out it's that mxd version one man it's a good album man support that dude man on, on his journey um but we're gonna get into this man so how's everybody doing today i hope everyone's had a blessed one if not I hope today's episode will help turn that day slightly around. But uh, today, we're just going to talk about, you know, awkward moments. Like, everybody's had those awkward moments. Everybody's had something where they know they either 100% embarrassed about it and don't want to tell nobody. Or 98% of the time, they honestly just don't want to tell nobody. But I'm an open book, okay? Because that's what I do comedy for, man. I, I like to share my stories. And no matter how embarrassing they are, um, I got to get them out there, man. I got to get them off my chest. Um, I've had times where I've ripped holes in my pants on stage, man. That was a draft. Uh, <laughs> those were like the worst. The worst was like when I had like my gray pants. Like these was my favorite pants, man. But I, I tore them straight up. I turned them dress pants into assless chaps. Like them things were just, they were gone. They were completely destroyed worst night of my life but um the most awkward moment that I think I've ever ran into was uh a long time ago so like a long time ago I used to skate and I know some of y'all don't know I used to be a bad bad dude out there man okay I was smooth like buttermilk man it could could hold a candle to me man I was I was doing my thing out there and I was and I was young and handsome okay I had a fade I had a nice little peach fuzz mustache, man. I, I thought I was the man, you know what I mean? And uh, I always used to travel a lot. So I traveled to this uh, one rink out in uh, Frankfort, Indiana. I don't know if anybody's ever been out to Frankfort, Indiana before, but it's a small town, extremely small. Uh, the, the skating rink alone kind of looks like maybe the size of a garage and it had like one fan in there. So let me tell you something, when it got hot in there, play it got hot okay you you might as well have been skating around naked in there but you know you can't do that because you, you know it, some people gonna get blinded for real <laughs> and i ain't trying to see half them folks in there naked to begin with but anyways um i there's this chick that worked at the concession stand right and apparently she had like a crush on me and i didn't know that because like i talked to everybody because you know that's just me i'm a talkative dude and like one day I'm leaving the rink right and I had like this bottle of like Dr. Pepper and like I didn't finish it because I didn't want it anymore so I handed it to her just thinking you know hey she just gonna you know throw it away so she was like well what do you want me to do with it and I said well you can either keep it or throw it away it doesn't matter 
and then I leave going on my merry way going home going to sleep going to school the next day you know whatever let's take it like 11 years later 11 years later I get a friend request on Facebook apparently it was the chick that worked at that you know concession stand at the skating rink and she was like you may not remember me but uh you know, I was a girl that worked at the concession stand. And I remember when you told me about that Dr. Pepper, told me whether to keep it or throw it away. I'm going to let you know that I kept it. I kept it for like a whole six months. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm sorry. You said what again? <laughs> you, you kept that joint for six months? Girl, girl what's wrong with you? <laughs> you hit your head or something, girl? You was tripping. She's like, hey, you know, I had this big old crush on you. And I, I thought we was going to get married. I said, get married? But what is what is six months of a soda look like? Like that thing was probably growing arms and legs had mold in the whole nine. Like I wasn't coming back to that. <laughs> it's it's not like I was going to war or something. I done gave you a ring and I said hold it for me and I and I'll be here to claim it when I get back. Like that's not that's not it. That's not what I did. That, that was eleven years later. You finna come at me with, with that craziness? <laughs> hey. People was wild, but she was like dead serious. I thought she was kidding, but man, she was for real. Like I don't, I don't think I've ever met an individual that would do something that crazy and then message you about it and tell you openly. So like, she tried to hang out and like I just I didn't do it. I I, I could not. <laughs> I feel like anybody that does that with a soda, they they gonna wear your skin. They they gonna kill you. <laughs> that's somebody that's gonna watch you. When you sleep, you gonna wake up and they gonna be standing over you, heavy breathing. Like I don't want that. I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to be on Snap where you know they got a picture of my obituary and then you know her in a jail suit. Like I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> oh man, but it's crazy. Life can be so crazy. It can be so wild and be so unexpected. And um. I just want everybody who like tunes in or watches or supports or you know when I get back out on stage who come out on stage I just want to be able to change y'all day even if it's for like five minutes a second or an hour or maybe I, I change it for a lifetime like I, that's what my goal is on what I want to do on why I do this podcast or just why I do comedy because like everybody should be enjoying life instead of like you know surviving but like I get it on both ends I know what it's like to have to like survive to make things work and not be focused on like trying to enjoy yourself and seeing how hard life can be because life can be hard it can be difficult it can be crazy but it's how we we handle it each and every day um if today was rough make tomorrow better if you got up sluggish and slow get up ready to go tomorrow man take that life by the horns and be ready be like i'm gonna come into work man and i'm gonna knock this out and when i get home i'm gonna take a whole lot of time to myself where i'm gonna love and enjoy myself and find out who i am as a person and and learn how to love myself but i i want people to do that because once you start loving yourself and the things that you got anything that you decide to do like it's gonna be light work for you it's gonna be a challenge because you always gotta start to get to understand it and know it but like when you love it like you don't run with it man and ain't nobody gonna be able to stop you so like i appreciate every last one of y'all who have like you know tuned into the podcast or like 
you know, follow me on, like, Spotify and everything for the next episode, like, I really appreciate, like, all the support, it actually means, like, the world to me, like, this is a career that, like, I love tremendously, and, like, I want to take it as far as I can take it, because not only do I want to make myself proud, but, like, I want to see my kids see, you know, their father doing what they love, and, um, just, making it turn into something so whenever they look and be like hey i want to do something like we're we're positive role models i'm so proud of my wife my wife works so hard and you know everybody just adores her because i mean she does so much for the family and like i'm just proud of her she's just inspiring to me to be better each and every day so um with that said like i want to thank y'all for you know, tuning in. Um, I'm going to start doing this more often. I have plans on doing the podcast, like, uh, I think, like, every other week. Um, haven't got, like, the actual day on when I want to do every other week. I think it's just going to kind of vary and just be whatever. But um, I'm going to stay with it because I really love this and I enjoy what I do. So thank you all for tuning in to the podcast. I hope I made some of y'all days better made you laugh uh peace love and god bless man y'all have a good one yo what is up everybody thank you for tuning in for episode three of the real talk with Dwayne podcast i'm mad excited episode two was live we went on live with uh scout and we talked about his album so make sure y'all check that out it's that mxd version one man it's a good album man support that dude man on on his journey um but we're gonna get into this man so how's everybody doing today i hope everyone's had a blessed one if not i hope today's episode will help turn that day slightly around but uh today we're just gonna talk about you know awkward moments like everybody's had those awkward moments everybody's had something where they know they either 100 percent embarrassed about it and don't want to tell nobody or 98 percent of the time they honestly just don't want to tell nobody but i'm an open book okay because that's what i do comedy for man i, I like to share my stories and no matter how embarrassing they are um i gotta get them out there man i gotta get them off my chest Mm, I've had times where I've ripped holes in my pants on stage, man. That was a draft. Uh, <laughs> those were like the worst. The worst was like when I had like my gray pants. Like these was my favorite pants, man. But I, I tore them straight up. I turned them dress pants into assless chaps. Like them things were just, they were gone. <laughs> they were completely destroyed. Worst night of my life. But um, the most awkward moment that I think I've ever ran into was uh, a long time ago. So like a long time ago, I used to skate. And I know some of y'all don't know, I used to be a bad, bad dude out there, man. Okay. I was smooth like buttermilk, man. It could, could have hold a candle to me, man. I was, I was doing my thing out there and I was, and I was young and handsome. Okay. I had a fade. I had a nice little peach fuzz mustache, man. I, I thought I was the man, you know what I mean? And uh, I always used to travel a lot. So I traveled to this uh, one rink out in uh, Frankfort, Indiana. I don't know if anybody's ever been out to Frankfort, Indiana before, but it's a small town, extremely small. Uh, the the skating rink alone kind of looks like maybe the size of a garage, and it had like one fan in there. So let me tell you something: when it got hot in there, 
player got hot, okay? You you might as well have been skating around naked in there. But, you know, you can't do that because, you, you know, it, some people are going to get blinded for real. <laughs> and I ain't trying to see half them folks in there naked to begin with. But anyways, um, I there's this chick that worked at the concession stand, right? And apparently she had, like, a crush on me. And I didn't know that because, like, I talk to everybody because, you know, that's just me. I'm a talkative dude. And, like, one day, I'm leaving the rink, right? And I had, like, this bottle of, like, Dr. Pepper. And, like, I didn't finish it because I didn't want it anymore. So I handed it to her just thinking, you know, hey, she just going to, you know, throw it away. So she was like, well, what do you want me to do with it? And I said, well, you can either keep it or throw it away. It doesn't matter. And then I leave going on my merry way, going home, going to sleep, going to school the next day. You know, whatever. Let's take it, like, 11 years later. 11 years later, I get a friend request on Facebook. Apparently, it was the chick that worked at that, you know, concession stand at the skating rink. And she was like, you may not remember me, but, uh, you know, I was a girl that worked at the concession stand. And I remember when you told me about that Dr. Pepper, told me whether to keep it or throw it away. I'm going to let you know that I kept it. I kept it for like a whole six months. <laughs> and I was like, uh, I'm sorry. You said what again? <laughs> You, you kept that joint for six months? Girl, girl, what's wrong with you? <laughs> you hit your head or something, girl? You was tripping. She's like, hey, you know, I had this big old crush on you, and I, I thought we was going to get married. I said, get married? Girl, what does is, what is six months of a soda look like? Like, that thing was probably going arms and legs, had mold in the whole nine. Like, I wasn't coming back to that. <laughs> it's, it's not like I was going to war or something, and I done gave you a ring, and I said, hold it for me, and I and I'll be here to claim it when I get back. Like, that's not, that's not it. That's not what I did. That, that was 11 years later. You finna come at me with, with that craziness? <laughs> hey, people was wild, but she was like dead serious. I thought she was kidding, but man, she was for real. Like, I, I don't think I've ever met an individual that would do something that crazy and then message you about it and tell you openly. So, like, she tried to hang out and, like, I just... I didn't do it. I, I, I could not. <laughs> I feel like anybody that does that with a soda, they're going to wear your skin. They're going to kill you. <laughs> As somebody that's going to watch you when you sleep, you're going to wake up and they're going to be standing over you heavy breathing. Like, I don't want that. I don't want to live in fear. I don't want to be on Snap where, you know, they got a picture of my obituary and then, you know, her in a jail suit. Like, I don't want that. I don't want that to happen to me. <laughs> oh man but it's crazy life can be so crazy it can be so wild and be so unexpected and um i just want everybody who like tunes in or watches or supports or you know when i get back out on stage that we come out on stage i just want to be able to change y'all day even if it's for like five minutes a second or an hour or maybe i i change it for a lifetime like I, that's what my goal is on what I want to do on why I do this podcast or just why I do comedy because like everybody should be enjoying life instead of like you know surviving but like I get it on both ends I know what it's like to have to like survive to make things work and not be focused on like trying to enjoy yourself and seeing how hard life can be because life can be hard it can be difficult it can be crazy but it's how we we handle it each and every day um if today was rough make tomorrow better if you got up sluggish and slow get up ready to go tomorrow man take that life by the horns and be ready be like i'm gonna come into work man i'm gonna knock this out 
And when I get home, I'm going to take a whole lot of time to myself where I'm going to love and enjoy myself and find out who I am as a person and, and learn how to love myself. Like I, I want people to do that because once you start loving yourself and the things that you got, anything that you decide to do, like it, it's going to be light work for you. It's going to be a challenge because you always got to start to get to understand it and know it. But like when you love it, like you don't run with it, man, and ain't nobody going to be able to stop you. So like I appreciate every last one of y'all who have like, you know, tuned into the podcast or have like, you know, follow me on like Spotify and everything for the next episode. Like I really appreciate like all the support. It actually means like the world to me. Like it, this is a career that like I love tremendously and like I want to take it as far as I can take it because not only do I want to make myself proud but like I want to see my kids see you know their father doing what they love and um just making it turn into something so whenever they look and be like hey I want to do something like we're, we're positive role models I'm so proud of my wife my wife works so hard and you know everybody just adores her because I mean she does so much for the family and like I'm just proud of her she's just inspiring to me to be better each and every day so um with that said like I want to thank y'all for you know tuning in um I'm gonna start doing this more often I have plans on doing the podcast like uh I think like every other week um haven't got like the actual day on when I want to do every other week I think it's just gonna kind of vary and just be whatever but um I'm gonna stay with it because I really love this and I enjoy what I do so thank y'all for tuning into the podcast I hope I made some of y'all days better made you laugh uh peace love and god bless man y'all have a good one